Hi, and uh, welcome to uh, Impact Job Talk. And uh, I'm actually down in the Tampa office this week, so we're doing a few episodes down here. Uh, and I'm with one, our, one of our recruiters, Scott Price. So, Scott, you want to introduce yourself to the audience real quick? Sure. Thanks, Mark. Uh, again, my name is Scott Price. I've been in the recruiting game for well over 20 years. I've been with Impact Business Group for a couple of years now. Uh, I've hired for all types of positions, ranging from hourly paid production personnel all the way up to uh, C-level participants in large Fortune 500 firms. So I should be somewhat uh, qualified to uh, carry on this conversation. Yeah, and I think so. What we're going to talk about today is interviewing and uh, how to kind of master that interview. And, uh, you know, for candidates that might have a little trouble uh, or feeling comfortable in the interview, we'll talk a little bit about how they can prepare and uh, feel a bit better as they're going through the interview process. So uh, before we do that, just wanted to mention real quick that if you are maybe looking for jobs right now, uh, you can find all of our opening openings and job opportunities on impactbusinessgroup.com. Uh, and we have openings in IT, engineering, finance, accounting, some business administration and process. So feel free to visit our website, check all those openings out uh, and contact us if, uh, if there's anything that we might be able to help you with, whether you're hiring or maybe looking for a job. Uh, but uh, let's get into the interviewing part. And uh, when, uh, when somebody gets that fun phone call saying, hey, we want you to come in for an interview, uh, what are some of the things you think they should do first kind of first few steps to set themselves up to, to have a successful process. Mark, I'm betting that you've had a chance to to witness the impact process to a certain extent. Correct, yes. Uh, when we engage with a candidate, uh, it starts with a very frank discussion regarding a job requisition. We've received that job requisition from our client, and uh, we've done our best to glean every single bit of information from the client regarding that requisition. Uh, we're going to have a good idea of the, the hard skills or technical skills that are needed to um, needed to be a, a viable candidate for that position. And in most cases, we've done a, a, a deep dive with the client to explore their corporate culture. We like to think that we're in a position to, to tell you everything there is to know about that particular requisition, that job, and that client. So the most important thing that, that you can do, uh, whether you're working with a recruiter or not working with a recruiter, is to do a bit of prep work uh, for that particular interview. Uh, once you've been invited, uh, start your own research process. Uh, take notes. Uh, if you're working with a recruiter, uh, whether it's an impact or with another recruiting entity, um, you wanna make sure that you ask the questions necessary to uncover every single bit of information there is regarding that position, regarding that company, and regarding the person that you're gonna be interviewing with. Uh, we always suggest that you leverage social media sites to do that research specifically on the person that you're going to be interviewing with. Uh, get a feel for that person. A lot of times, uh, something as simple as a LinkedIn profile will give you that tidbit of information that could mean the difference between interviewing successfully and not interviewing successfully. So when you're looking at both the company and maybe if you even know the person that you'll be interviewing with, uh, what are some specific pieces of information that you might want to find out, let's say about that person or that company that could be a good conversation starter or something that you can use to sort of impress them during that conversation? 
know the company. Um, what is their core industry? What are their objectives from a corporate standpoint? Um, you know, what do they manufacture? How do they market their product? Uh, what is what is the space in which they live their lives, both from a a personal standpoint within the company and from a from a higher arching corporate standpoint? Uh, you know, what what do they accomplish? Um, if you can get some idea of, of what they're looking to uh, to accomplish from a, from an enterprise wide standpoint. You can also, in most cases, uh, get some idea of what they want you to do within the specific role that, for which you're interviewing. Okay. And so if you have some of those folks that are maybe especially nervous and kind of not feeling very comfortable about going into the interview, even having done some of this research, um, if they would like to maybe sit down and practice or do some of that ahead of time, how would you recommend doing that? That's a good question, Mark. You know. This is a line that I, this is a, a statement that I give to every person that I work with who's interviewing with one of our clients. And it's simply a conversation between two people. You know, there's not, there's not a lot at, at stake. Um, you're not going to be deprived of life or liberty uh, or your identity uh, if you stumble a little bit during that conversation. You're speaking to another person. Yep. And presumably, especially if that person's in a hiring manager role or, or in an HR role, empathy is part of their job description. They're going to do their best to relate to you. Uh, it should be relatively simple for you to relate to them. Yep. So maybe just uh, sit down with a friend or someone just to go over some basic questions if they, they feel like they want to at least have that done ahead of time. There are various different interviewing styles, and yeah. to try to predict what interviewing style your, the hiring manager or the HR professional is going to engage you with is difficult. Right. Um, okay. Within the first five minutes of that conversation, Mark, you're going to know how invested that person is in that interview process. Are they delivering a, a canned interview that they deliver time and time again to every single applicant? Or are they more personally invested? Do they want to get to know you? Um, the main advantage that any candidate has during the interview process is that they know what's on their resume. Yep. They know what those strengths are. And so, Mark, back to your question and to your point, if you can practice articulating those strengths, uh, not only the tangible strengths that relate to your experience, but the strengths that relate to you as a person from a personality standpoint, Practice articulating those, and if a person sitting live in front of you helps with that process, mm -hmm. that's great. Uh, one of the things to remember is that you know, we don't interview every day. We don't, you know, hopefully we don't interview every day. Uh, we might find ourselves in a job search. You know, for some of us, it's once every 10 years. For others, it's a bit more frequent. So it's not something that's a natural thing for us to do. Mm -hmm. And as a result, we have a tendency to attach a great deal of emotion to the process. And it's that emotion that gets our adrenaline running. It causes our breathing to change. It causes our ability to communicate either to heighten or to lessen. Mm -hmm. our, initial, our initial question kind of covered preparation. Preparation helps with that. Practicing with a, a live individual might help that as well. But the more you can transition from an emotional process to an intellectual process, um, and that doesn't mean you want to sound like a robot. It doesn't sure. mean that you want to be completely scripted. 
but the, the more you can invoke an intellectual process versus an emotional process, yeah. the better off you're going to be. Yeah. And uh, speaking of knowing your strengths and weaknesses, those kinds of things, make sure that you've actually read your own resume. <laughs> so as some people may send in numerous variations <laughs> of their resume, know which one you actually sent to that particular company so that you are looking at the same thing they're looking at so you're not thrown off by something they might ask and you yeah. forgot to, that you had that. <laughs> yeah, to, to Mark's point, especially when you're working with a recruiter, uh, there's a good chance that the resume that the client sees is not the resume that you provided to the recruiter. Yep. And a good recruiter and an ethical recruiter is going to make changes to that resume. Uh, changes, the word change is not synonymous in any way, shape, or form to the word embellishment. Uh, they, should enhance the, they should enhance your resume. Uh, they should make it a more effective marketing piece for you and your skill sets. But it's very important to make sure that you're on the same version with your recruiter. Yep. Make sure that you have the same resume. Yep. Um, and speaking of working with a recruiter or a staffing company, so as it relates specifically to interview prep, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, uh, but what, is, what are some of the main advantages to working with a staffing agency as opposed to just going at it by yourself? A staffing agency is going to uh, put you in front of clients or companies that may or may, or may not be on, on the job boards. Um, really, you know, number number of chance the more number of chances or the the higher the greater number of interviews that you go on obviously you're going to increase the chances that you will be hired yeah. um, not everybody gets not, not everybody bats a thousand with regard to their interviews sure uh, so a, a recruiting company or, or a staffing firm is going to increase the number of opportunities uh, for which you interview and that's that's the mathematics um, when a recruiting entity, with a, when a staffing agency, when Impact Business Group engages with a client, in most cases we're leveraging a relationship. And in most cases, Mark, we're able to leverage that relationship to the favor of the candidates that we present. Yep, they'll be able to get into some different opportunities that they wouldn't have found sure. by themselves. So, yep. Now, as we get to the more day of event, as you, as you will, uh, when should people be arriving? Where, what should they just think about in general to make a good impression on maybe that person at the front desk or other people they run into uh, before they actually meet with the interviewer? So some of those things can seem trivial, but can also make a big difference. They just see my common sense, you're right. 10 minutes earlier, Yep. no more, no less. Um, dress appropriately and you know, common sense says that you wear your Sunday finest uh, or maybe habit suggests that you wear your Sunday finest to an interview process. You want to dress appropriately. You yep. want to make sure that your dress and your grooming reflects the seriousness that you are uh, attributing to this process. Sure. Doesn't always mean your best suit. Uh, it means something that is appropriate from a style standpoint. It's clean. It fits well. Uh, and most importantly, it's something that you're confident wearing during the, to that interview process. I have made the mistake of wearing my best suit to an interview. And it's a suit that I had worn once before, and that was to my wedding. <laughs> uh, it was a custom-made suit, great yeah. suit, uh, you know, conservative charcoal color. Um, but it wasn't the piece of clothing that I felt the most comfortable in. Yep. And I don't think that I was at my best during that interview as a result of that. So wear something that you feel real comfortable 
just being and confident. Yep. And um, so I think we touched on it a little bit about knowing your strengths and weaknesses. But when you're replying and answering questions in an interview, uh, what's the main message that you should convey to that employer about yourself? Some maybe more of a branding messaging. What what should they walk away with um, after that interview? Do you think? The main skill that you want to highlight during the interview process are your listening skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the 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 metric that we hear repeatedly is that a good interviewer will um, yeah a good interviewee interviewer versus interviewee will speak twenty five percent of the time and listen seventy five percent of the time. Yep. So that person is going to ask you questions and engage in conversation that represents 25% of that conversation. In order for you to uh, answer appropriately and really convey what your strengths are, you have to be in tune to what that person is saying. Uh, Especially during an interview process, again, when our adrenaline spikes a bit, when our breathing shortens a bit, uh, we are very anxious to get out our next statement or sentiment. Don't drink too much coffee in the morning so you come in all hyped exactly. up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, again, um, make sure that you listen. Make sure that the answer that you give out that you give is well thought out and appropriate to the question that's asked. Okay. I, I have candidates on a regular basis that will that have a tendency to ramble, mm-hmm. and they might be a perfect mm-hmm. fit on paper, but by the time the interview is over, they have talked themselves out of the job. So keep it short, to the point. Short, concise, to the point. And then maybe that goes back to the prep work a little bit when you know there are certain things you may get mm-hmm. asked about. Maybe have some sort of idea in your in the back of your mind how right. you would want to answer some certain questions so that you can answer them in that kind of a right-to-the-point sort of way. Yeah, Correct. You know, again, you're going to get your fair share of canned questions. Um, tell me about your strengths. Tell me about your weaknesses. Uh, tell me about a time you succeeded. Tell me about a time you failed. Those are all very common behavioral-based questions, and you're going to get a few of those. Yep. And to, to practice those questions, to refine your answers to those questions, is a very sound practice. Yep. Um, so it kind of leads into the next topic I had. Uh, what are some, on the, on the flip side of that, what are some of the common mistakes that people make some common sense mistakes that people make during an interview that they could perhaps avoid easily. We touched on one of them, rambling. Yep. <laughs> and I feel like I'm rambling a bit here, Mark, so excuse oh, no. me. <laughs> oh, no, that's good information, I think. Uh, but you can, you can very easily uh, get off point, yep. um, add way too much context or verbiage to any one given question, and it's, it's never going to help you. Yep. Uh, one of the other common <clears throat> mistakes that I see is um, you're you're going to be asked, and you may be asked five or six times, depending on what your resume looks like. Why did you leave a certain scenario? Mm-hmm. Why did you? Yeah, why did you leave your? Why did you leave your most company or recent current. recent position or, or previous companies? And again, that's a question that you may have to ask five or six different times, and there are lots of answers. Most of them are okay, uh, but to you want to make sure that you rehearse, more than anything else, you want to make sure that you rehearse the answers to those questions because regardless of what your answer is, it spawns a question from the person that's conducting the interview. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you're able to answer those follow-up questions as well. Make sure that you can answer those questions in a positive light. Even if you left 
with a, with a cloud of negativity hanging over you, mm-hmm. answer it in a positive light. Any disparaging comments uh, regarding the scenario or the company that you worked for, in some cases, will knock you out of the process immediately. Yep. I guess they're going to think, hey, if they're talking about about the previous company, if he leaves here, he's going to just do the same thing. Well, you know, I, I think that even, and I, you're right, but I think even more importantly, you're, you're allowing them to see a personality trait that is not a personality trait that they want to hire. Correct. You know, a person is, has left a job, they are unable to communicate in a positive light why they left that job. It shows how they deal with stress. It shows how they deal with adverse conditions. And regardless of of how eloquent you were when you articulated, tell me about a past success or a past failure, that overshadows it. Yep. So I always try to leave things on a positive light. Exactly. And uh, so once the interview is over, what are some of the things to keep in mind for next steps as far as maybe sending some sort of thank you follow-up and also not leaving not knowing what's going to happen next what are some things that people should do so that they can feel comfortable knowing what's going to happen once they leave invariably there there is going to be a question and answer period during the interview process Mm -hmm. and i think it's very appropriate for the person that's being interviewed to ask the interviewer to articulate their recruiting process or their hiring process. Yep. Um, so maybe just something simple such as, when, when could I expect to hear back? Or when do you expect it's, to make a decision? It's, it, yeah, good, yes. Uh, to, <laughs> to ask you know, for an approximate time frame um, on when the decision is going to be made vers- uh, based on this hiring process is an appropriate question. Just don't expect an answer. Uh, to ask when I might hear back or when you might hear back, in my opinion, is a bit presumptuous, Mark. Uh, okay. They, you know, 30 minutes into the conversation or even five or 10 minutes into the conversation, they may have decided immediately or at that point that you're not going to hear back from them. Right. So you don't want to be pres- presumptuous. You don't want to be assumptive. But to have a hiring professional articulate their company's process mm-hmm. is very appropriate. Um, is it a one interview process? Is it a two interview process? Um, who will I meet with? If there is a next interview, who will I meet with? Um, once the final interview is completed, um, typically within your corporate structure, how long is it before an offer comes out? Um, those are all appropriate questions. It all it will help you kind of determine um, how the company operates from a hiring standpoint. And it'll it'll kind of help you from a timing standpoint as well. So it has to be in a more neutral way, I guess. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Absolutely. A follow-up note is always appropriate. If you're working with a staffing entity or with a recruiter, uh, consult your recruiter before you send the note. Okay. Uh, there are notes that I have read that should not have been sent. Okay. Just from a grammar and diction standpoint. Sure. Um, most people are certainly capable. As a matter of fact, I would say that the majority of the people that we work with are certainly capable of writing their own thank you notes. Um, but as a courtesy, run it by your recruiter first. Sure. The thank you note is always appropriate. How you send that thank you note is is kind of is up for debate. 
Uh, do you leverage a social media site to think to send that thank you note? Do you use their email to send that thank you note? I would always use the email address provided. So always ask for maybe a business card. A business card. Yep. Correct. So um, and the other advice for following up after the interview, let's say a couple of weeks have gone by and you haven't heard back or maybe they gave you a specific time frame that makes it easier, then you know you can maybe call them back or email back if that time has come and gone. But what are some best practices as far as those first few weeks after and, and following up? In my opinion, Mark, an email is always appropriate. Okay. Uh, also, in my opinion, a phone call usually isn't appropriate. It's probably easier to just get a hold of people with an email. Correct. So would you say how, how long would you advise someone to wait after the interview? I would send the, the follow-up thank you note immediately within 24 hours. Okay. Uh, if they had not, you know, if, if there was no time frame specified for next communication, within, this, if it, within the same work week, if okay. the interview occurs on a Monday, Thursday or Friday. So about five business days? Yeah, five, I would say between five and ten business days. Ten tops, okay. uh, five at a, at a minimum. Okay, that's good. Uh, so is there anything else that you can uh, think of that maybe are common mistakes people make in general through the interview process or um, things that they should consider for best advice? Best advice, and Mark, you touched on this earlier. Again, it goes along with knowing your strengths, yep. knowing your resume. Um, I, I see candidates on a regular basis, or maybe not on a regular basis, but throughout my career I've seen Numerous candidates, um, the, the pressure of looking for, the, for a job, uh, especially when you're not working, can be a tremendous pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, the candidate bears some responsibility, if not equal responsibility, in determining whether or not uh, the position is right for them. So know your resume, know yourself, um, regardless of how badly you might need this position. If it's not a fit, mm -hmm. um, in the long run, it's, it's going to be a very little benefit, either engaging in the process or possibly even taking the job. Yep, so try to stay clear of things you know you're not gonna be happy. Correct. So cool, well I, I think that kind of rounds out some of the best practices for doing a good job on your interview. So uh, if you have any questions, you can shoot us an email at jobtalk at impactbusinessgroup.com. Uh, or again, visit our website, impactbusinessgroup.com, for um, all of our job openings. They're updated on a daily basis with uh, new jobs, both in our Grand Rapids uh, location area market and as well as down here in Tampa and other locations around the country. So if you're looking for IT, engineering, finance, accounting, uh, we're here to help and look forward to hearing from you. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you.